brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Hello. Hi. Hey, hey. Hi. Hi. I'm so excited. Yeah. She really is. No, I really. She can't hide it. I can't. Your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. <laughs> How did you know that? That was a bootleg. <laughs> That was a bootleg sound effect, okay? That was not official. So there, you go. there you go. <laughs> but I dug it needless. It was excellent. It's going to taunt you a second time. Welcome, everyone, to another Sud segment where really good beer meets really bad radio. And I'm so excited. Okay. She can't hide it. I am good old gal Juliana, who's like, I'm, I'm busting bad. at the seams over this I'm episode. strong that way. Oh, Jessica Rabbit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is bad. I'm just drawn that way. That's so sweet. Yeah, Courtney used to say that. He me. might like me after all. Yeah. No. Okay, probably not. Um, <laughs> thank you. With me at the table today is good old boy Dave. A man child crying out for love, an innocent orphan in the postmodern world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All of that. <laughs> All of that. Finally. Where does it come from? Truth and radio here. <laughs> inside. Deep inside. Not e- fake news. Yeah. Not fake Not news. Not fake news. Yeah. Yeah. Little boy Kendall, bring me back to reality. I'm so happy to be here drinking this beer from one of my favorite cities. <laughs> okay. Well, I can. Anyways. Little <laughs> boy Caperton. Yay, hello. Hello. And. Reverend Mark. A sexually depraved miscreant who is seeking only to gratify his basest and most immediate urges. <laughs> and that's why I'm here. To <laughs> he is. He is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, thank In you the for, deep end of the pool, right as we start. That's great. That's pretty great. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. I, it's, it's, mm. We're so happy to have you back at the table. It's, <clears throat> this is... The table. The this table. is the table. Right. Yes. Today's show yeah. is a brewery takeover. Sorry, I'm just so excited. She is. Strange Roots Experimental Ales in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Go Roots. Uh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Although I may have issues with the city because it's the other end of the state of which I come from. The best end. The, the, bung, the, bung, daggers, the, in. the visual daggers are flying back and forth across <laughs> yeah. this. You are poking the bear I'm there, a, buddy. I'm a big Western <laughs> PA guy. Kendall's a bear poker <laughs> from way back. <laughs> yes. Folks, I am East Side, and I am darn proud of my East Sideness. But anyways, despite being on the wrong side of the state, Strange Roots is doing some absolutely fabulously beautiful stuff. Yeah. Which we will get to in a minute. But before we get to that, 
This Sud segment is brought to you by the Law Offices of Scratchers Day Scratcherton. Are you a kitty or a puppy who identifies as kitty? Do you need an attorney? Come on down to the Law Offices of Scratchers Day Scratcherton. Scratchers Day Scratcherton, attorney at law. She'll fight for her clients and give injustice the claw. Scratchers Day Scratcherton is not licensed to practice law in any of the 50 states. There you go. And that is probably a good thing. Mm-hmm. She okay. is our in-house legal counsel, though. She is. We all yes. do the claw thing. Too, we do. It's kind of fun for her. <laughs> I know. It's pretty rad. Yeah. Well, good old boy Caperton, okay. would you mind giving us today's beautiful lineup? I certainly will. I'd be honored to, in fact. <clears throat> the beers we'll be tasting... And discussing for you today are as follows. From Strange Brutes, Strange Roots, <laughs> Experimental Ales. The last episode is creeping in. <laughs> it is. We have uh, Balloonist Sour Golden Ale with Orange Peel. Peaches and Dream Sour Ale with Western Pennsylvania Peaches. Sorry. Sorry, Julie. Um, Godenacht. Godenacht. Goodenacht. Goodenacht. Farmhouse. Yeah, yeah, it did. Farmhouse ale with apples, orange blossom honey, and coriander. Dang. Ragnarok ale fermented with elderberries, black currants, red raspberries, rad raspberries, mind you. Red Mm. raspberries, sorry. And black black cherry juice. Try typing when you're drunk. Yeah. Well, let's try reading. Wow. Queen of the Yellow Dolls, ale fermented with Western Pennsylvania yellow watermelons. Mm. Mm. Who knew? Who knew? Mm. Is that a reference to Into the Valley of the Dolls? I think. Could be. Oh, yellow dolls. I'm not sure. Anyway. Thieves Share or Thief Share. Which, what do we think? Thieves? Thieves share. Kind of like angel share. Thief only share. Thieves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thieves yeah. share. It's barrel thief. age Flanders style ale. <laughs> Rasmata Berliner Weiss with red rad raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're rad. <laughs> and they then, are rad. And then from, from the previous incarnation of the brewery, how are we going to pronounce it? Dry log. Okay. Brewery Company, we have <laughs> Havakin Double Belgian Ale. Nice. Oh. Yummy. Yum. Yeah. yeah. So good. Reverend Mark, oh, would you yeah. give us the honor? First, you know, I have something from the file cabinet of Scratcher J. Scratcherton. Did you know? <laughs> <laughs> My. Did she? Do, do, do tell. Cannot imagine. <laughs> did she pass you a do, paper again? She did. <laughs> And did you know one of her clients was a dog who, um, when he went, when he hobbled into the bar on three legs, he said out loud to everyone, I'm looking for the man who shot my paw. <laughs> there you go. Dad jokes all day long. There it is. All day long. There it folks. is, everybody. That just happened. Yep. <laughs> Sorry about that. But seriously, folks. Seriously. Now let's get serious. Yeah. So we'll be discussing and rating these beers with these Suds ratings, plus our signature belching sounds. Very rude. Hear how they go. Number one, that really sucks. Give me anything but a bud. 
Number two. Number two. Hmm. <laughs> Was that a belch? <laughs> Number three. Ah, what a relief. <laughs> Number four. A body should really not make that sound. <laughs> and number five, listen to that hang time. Give me another. Why, thank so you, Evermore. It is inspiring. I have another file, but I'll I'll just wait wait to the next show. You should Same. file it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. Scratchers works hard for that stuff. <laughs> is that okay. what that is? <laughs> yes. That, yeah. She does. <laughs> she does. I mean, look at her now. She's working harder yeah. next. People should be looking for her on Instagram more yep. and more. Yeah. She's going to show up. Yep. I, th- I think she's got a plan. Well, before we get to the beer, it's time once again for the master abater himself. Go to Boy Caperton, bringing us a brand new kudzu report. All right, folks. Just a, I've got an opinion piece this week for you. So, unfortunately, no, no um, profiles and courage. It's okay. We like the word. Yeah, this is this is just pure opinion here. So. These are my opinions, and they don't really reflect those of the Sip, Suds, and Smokes LLC Corporation, or those of us here in the basement. But <laughs> but listen, folks, seriously, uh, kudzu and its availability has proven to be very attractive to those who seek everyday uses for this destuc- destructive vine. And I, I get it. I mean, I get it. It's available, and it's out there, and it's everywhere, and should we use it or just scorch the ground right underneath it? Well, I have my opinion, but some folks want to want to try to find uses for it. And a simple internet search can reveal dozens of kudzu-derived products from woven baskets to biofuels to, that's right, beers. Dave? What? There, I can tell. He was... He was amazed. Beers made from kudzu, folks. In fact, a well-esteemed farmhouse brewery near and dear to the Sip Suds and Smokes crew have canned a beer using kudzu blossoms for their grape-like flavors. Yeah, I've wow. got one. I've yep. got one. That's one of my one of my um, operatives in the field has slid slid one of those to me. I'm, I'm waiting for a to fortify myself before drinking it. But at any rate, I really feel like we shouldn't be seduced by these attempts at fraternization with the enemy. (laughs) I'm encouraged by products that are manufactured by eradicated kudzu from an infested site. In other words, if you're going up and you're ripping, you're going out and you're ripping up kudzu and you're making baskets from it or something, that's fine. But, uh, I fear that we will soon begin to cultivate heirloom kudzu or some such horse pucky like that (laughs) for use in some sort of artisanal kudzu industry pop-up. But we can't do that or allow that, folks. Kudzu can't be given a chance to thrive. We must stay vigilant and continue to bring the fight like a Dalek. Yes. This has been good old boy Dave for the Sip, Suds, and Smokes Kudzu Report. Stay vigilant. 
Do not celebrate the sustainability. That's right. Just kill it. Just get rid of it. Thank you. That's profound. (laughs) You're welcome. We will be back momentarily. Welcome back, everyone. That's right. Hi. Hi. Hey. Hi. Hey. Okay. Hey, girl. So we are about to get into this. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I'm like pretty much jumping out of my seat. So we're going to do a brewery takeover of Strange Roots Experimental Ales. Now, my love of Pennsylvania breweries is huge. 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 If you if you've been listening more than (laughs) an episode or two, you know my love for my home state. So I have been a fan of Dry Log for many years. You've seen You've seen them at Shelton Brothers yep. festivals, and uh, their, their stuff is great. However, um, Mr. Hawk and company, Dennis Hawk. I was, wondering, I was wondering the name of the, of the, yeah, of the dude. Um, the dude, the dude, the special dude. The his, dudinator. Yes, the dudinator, the Dennis. Dennis. So there was a really cool article about him um, when he was with Drylog in beer advocates in august of 2016 what does dry log mean well isn't that german for third leg <laughs> is that why they is that why they had to change it to something else uh because i mean know. you can't really sell that everywhere i mean I, stop third leg brewing okay stop 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 that. stop we're not going to talk about that what we're going to say <laughs> is Mr. Hawk is a really cool brewer, and yeah. I, like I wish I could be his best friend because he really thinks outside the box. My friend. This is a guy that was brewing before he was like of legal age to be brewing, and he made this nice little arrangement with his mom that he could brew, but he just couldn't drink what he brewed. And then you know he. So grew his up. mom drank it all. Um, maybe. Mommy is. You're why mommy drinks. <laughs> you know, but if you're making stuff like this, it might be okay. Mommy's drinking some good beer. I know. Mommy's doing okay. There's an interesting story in this article, which I thought was kind of cool, which kind of to me sums up Mr. Hawk. Not that I know him or anything, but if I was to know him, he just really thinks outside the box. And he was trying to incorporate theories and ideas that breweries use in Europe and trying to bring it home to Pennsylvania and, you know, do it the Pennsylvania way, if mm-hmm. you will. I mean, in the Scrapple. Really? Sorry. Rude. I get the meaning here, but you see what I mean? So <laughs> this one thing in particular that when I was reading, I, I thought was pretty cool. He got, he was somehow able to acquire an antique cabinet from a 17th century French monastery, okay? Mm. Now, most people would say, hey, this is a really beautiful antique. I'm going to put it in my dining room or living room, whatever, and utilize it. But no. 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 Not Mr. Hawk. No. He looked at it and he was like, you know what? Maybe there's some way that I can extract Mm. yeast cells from the wood. That's a thing. And be able to use it in a beer. Yeah. And that's what he did. And it's called Relic. And it's... So where did he get the yeast? From, from the, the wood in the cabinet. So doesn't that mean he thought inside the box? Mm. Yeah. <sighs> Thanks for bringing us down, yeah. Dave. Thanks for bringing us yeah. down. Yeah. Somebody had to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways... 
this is the kind of guy that we're dealing with. And I'm not talking about good old boy Dave. It doesn't mean third leg either. It means turncoat. Yes, exactly. Because, Mm. Mm. no, because he is a descendant of somebody that was a turncoat. Simon Gertie. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. A 1700s historical figure for whom Gertie's run. Which runs through Mill 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 Millvale. I think yes. you have to to make sure His you, name. you spell yes. it's D R A A I. It was double A. Yeah, it was D R double A I. L A A G. Yes. Dry lag. But we're not discussing that now. Oh, we're talking we've about moved strange. on. Yes, we moved on. We're in the cabinet. Well, because he came from strange roots. So, yes, yes, Um, but I think it's kind of cool because I mean, when you talk about turncoat, he really was a turncoat because he fought for the Native Americans and he fought against the colonists. Yes, which is pretty rad, that is, and radical in the scheme of things. However, they probably hung him. Can we talk about beer? Yes, we're going to talk about (laughs) beer now. I need to drink some beer. Okay, I brought us down with that gallows thing. Sorry. There's a song waiting to happen Sorry, with that, man. isn't there? <laughs> I bet it didn't end well for Simon, though. I'm just Gallows guessing. Well, guessing. maybe yeah. not. Maybe not. But yeah. his descendant is doing pretty, pretty dang good. Pretty good. And he did a great job with Dry Lock. Oh, it's just yeah. that when it was formed in 2011. Wow, that long. I know, that long ago. That if long? you think about mm-hmm. it. Those type of, you know, spontaneous fermentation yeah, yeah, and yeah. all of those, you know, it wasn't a big thing. Nope. It wasn't as trendy as it is now. Everybody didn't have a cool ship. No. And if you think mm-hmm. about Western Pennsylvania, it's very blue collar and yeah. and very Iron City and Duquesne and all of that great stuff, but just very plain loggery. Are we going to yeah. do an Iron City show? No. That's We're not. not. That's not. They have, that's just not referencing. That's do they have more than one beer? <laughs> Iron City Light. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. In my face. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah. to be in an area, you know, and be that creative in mm-hmm. a place that may not quite get it, it it probably was a little hard. So, the thing sure. about Strange Roots is that they're doing a variety of styles and they're kind of like opening it up more. It's still different it's still off the beaten path mm-hmm. but there are there are some decent beers you know like normally style beers Anyways, yeah, normally normally they have, they have an ipa they do have an ipa really but we're not going to talk but it's about got that. 27 different varietals <laughs> <laughs> okay so the first beer that we're going to talk about today is actually the last beer that i have from dry log it's not their last because their last beer was called Dance of Death, which I thought was pretty rad. But it is the Havakin Belgian. Havakin. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So let's talk about that. That's German, German, for, for, that's German yeah. for have a can. That's true. I, I didn't make that up. Have a can of beer. Yeah. It's a double? double. Yes, it is a double. Yep. Is it double or double? What's everybody think? Double. It depends on which country you're in. If you're in America, it's double. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm in America. Because we're I'm say in double. A, in paradise, we can mispronounce stuff. Sure. It's so a beautiful beer. This is 7.4%. Strong, dark, Belgian. This swarthy. It is swarthy. Dubel or Dubel. 
or yeah, double, double, is integrated with a distinctly porter-esque roasted quality mm-hmm. and their Brett Lambicus yeast strain. Hmm. Yeah, Yum. so with an unexpected cherry tart finish. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I that, that I loved about this beer. So it, it starts out kind of like with a kind of a cola sort of thing. There's a little sweet caramel, um, but you get the roast, you get the... You know, you get the kind of the funky, funkiness, and then cherry coke going there. Oh, whoa! Uh-oh. Look out! Uh-oh. Did I spill the beer? Just a, just a little. Lick, just it, a little. lick it up okay. off the tablecloth. Don't let it go to no waste. Doubt. I know. Oh, yeah. okay. You were saying, Dave? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I don't know what I was saying. Go ahead. Something. Cola, cola like cola, little cola, little cherry cola, maybe. Yeah, cherry cola. But it's like the best damn cherry cola you yeah, ever had. It's good. It's good stuff. It does not taste like seven. It doesn't drink like seven four point four. No, 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 that surprised no, me no, to hear that. Yeah. It really did. Yeah, that's a um, that's a shockingly high ABV for this beer. It is because it it's very it's very light, yeah. but it's yeah. but there's so much flavor to it though. Like, if that makes any sense. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's crazy. Beautiful. It's, there's yeah. a lot of it's simple, but yet it's complex mm-hmm. at the same time. A little bit of raisin. I love what's going on. Yeah, yeah. a little bit of cherry, a little bit of raisin. A little Almost roasty, a little, uh, roasty chocolate, maybe tobacco or something going on in there too. Yeah, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. yeah, like, and that's the thing about beers like this is like you can. The more you talk about it, the more you discuss it, the more you know um, descriptors come out. You know, like different different things that people pull out of the flavor of it. Yeah, and I think the the, the yeast itself gave it then the more the bright fruit aspect rather than if they'd used. A tr- more traditional Belgian yeast, it would have yeah. been more of a uh, estuary. Yeah, so sure, so sure. that's where I, where I think a lot of that kind of that tart finish comes from. It's yeah, really nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What did we rate this beer, Juliana? We rated the Havakin Belgian Double a five. I am not surprised. Yeah, just I think that's the first five in a while for a show that a little I bit. Sat in yeah, on. it's been yeah. a bit. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, this, this flight was, I just got to say, so solid. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah, yeah you're not going to see any twos. Sorry, everybody. No, I, I don't no. want to give stuff yeah, away. Spoiler but. alert. <laughs> no. Yeah. So the next beer that we're going to talk about is the Balloonist. It is a sour golden ale brewed with orange peel. This is 8.7%. Jesus. Could have fooled me again. So extraordinarily different from the last year. So tropical. Yeah. Very, very bright. How much was, Mm -hmm. what was ABV on this? Um, 8.7. That's crazy. Yeah. Mm. And see, like, so it's it's a big beer like the last one, but they're totally different beers. Like 100% different. A, the last one was very dark and deep in color and, and you know, very rich in flavor. This one is bright, <clears throat> citrusy. The exact yeah. opposite. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I think it's very delicate in taste. It, it had just that, just a slight malt edge to it, but yeah. it finishes so dry. And, but it's got it, and, and you said delicate. It's also, it's tart, but just very mm-hmm. gently tart. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. Just so it's easy. very little lambic, bit of, lambic-like. I yeah, mean, a little me. bit of like citrus just lambic, kind of floating you know? along on the very top of it. Yeah, yeah nice. there is a like balsamic vinegariness yeah, to it. You know, yeah, like very definitely lambic, very light yeah. in the background, yeah. but so pretty. Dang, oh, gosh. yeah. As and it's it, warmed up. I think I want to change my rating. I think it's gotten better. 
<laughs> it may, no, yeah. I think bumping, so too. We're bumping I, it up. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think all of us are going to bump it up. I mean, is is that just a, is that just another indicator of of the mastery and and the touch that you know the brewer has on these beers? Is ooh, sorry, ooh, that was a little a little gassy. That was my belch rating. Um, <laughs> But like how how well <clears throat> this guy handles different fruits, malt blends, and the application of his yeast and cultures. Yeah. But here's the thing too: is you know we're here in the states, so we don't we have some Belgian imports, but it's not like we all live over there, you know. And they've been brewing this style and this range of beers for a bazillion years, yeah. you know. What. I think what is really cool about Mr. Hawk is that he is taking that little microcosm of brewery and bringing it here to the States for us to try, yeah. you know, at a local level. And, but there's a lot of love and care that goes into it, which if you think about it, that's what the Belgians have been doing. And that's why they're so proud of their beers that they have overseas. Have you been to the brewery, Julie? No, have you been here? I have not. Like no, to, because like it to, was closed when yeah. I went there. And mm. I don't. I don't think he has a tasting. Maybe he does. He does. He does. He does. Okay. He's got, yeah. Actually, they have two different tastings. Yeah. I'd, love to, I'd love to see what he's brewing on. I mean, it really I know, would. Because I mean, it's really. It feels yeah. very authentic. It really does. And you know what I mean. Yeah, I'd I, like to see those just, cool ships. Just, I can't say enough good stuff about these beers. Yeah. Just, Mr. Hawk, we're coming to visit you. Yeah. Be prepared. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you want it or not. I know. Here we come. So, the balloonist. The balloonist. I think we're going to make it. Yeah. yeah. Let's go ahead. It's a five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. That gum, man. This, yeah. this really doesn't happen. No. Yeah. yeah no. This, is, this is a rare. We really jumped <laughs> glad, up on I'm that. I'm glad to be yep. here. I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. It's yeah. crazy. So, now something that's. A little different, but still quite yummy. Okay. Reverend um, Mark. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's what they all say. He's so yummy. That's what I've been told. <laughs> so now we're going to talk. But I had to deny it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, to maintain his reputation. That's right. Now we're going to talk about peaches yeah. and dream, yeah. which is a sour ale that is fermented with Western Pennsylvania peaches. Mm. That's where they grow the wet, the best Pennsylvania peaches in the Western West, Pennsylvania. West side. Yeah, really. That's what that's, they say. That's all I know. That's what they say. I, I don't know who they are. So I will tell you this: this is a peachy beer. It is I mean, so peachy. the 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 aroma to me is like um, overripe peach, and then um, when you when you get the flavor, it's not overripe, but it is perfectly ripe oh, peach. Geez. With yeah, just a little bit of the tartness. Yep. It's yeah. tart. It yeah. reminds me again of a peach lambic. Yeah, it does. A lot of these beers sort of have yep. that common mm-hmm. thread. When it was colder, I, I was getting a little more apricot. But as it warms up, mm-hmm. it's definitely yeah. peachy. Yeah. Yeah. Round it out. Yep. Yeah. For sure. This so, reminds me of... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say this reminds me of something you would get from New Glarus or another one of those uh, breweries where you're you're used to seeing how well they use uh, fruits. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Sure. So and this the yeast, the fruit yeast, I mean, it's just unbelievable here. So this is 7% ABV and. Get out of s- here. Really? Again, I know. Yeah. I know. So 
what he says on the label is we don't we just don't believe in supporting local farms we depend on them our beers are brewed for freshness and quality using fruit yeast and bacteria local to western pennsylvania the farm to fermentation series is a celebration of seasonal agriculture and unique regional growing conditions which i'm sure is exactly the same kind of thing that they do overseas you know in the scheme of things and that's why there's all those beer styles that we love and adore so much. Yeah. So what do you think, Juliana? It is profoundly beautiful. So first off, the color on it, you get that slight hint of peachness to it, you know, and then you smell and it draws you right in. And this is like what Crooked Staves Cherry Mama's Cherry Pie mm-hmm. is yeah. in a peach universe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So if it was Mama's mm-hmm. Peach Pie, yeah, it it would be this because it's biscuity. It's got that slight little you know yeastiness that you get from a really good peach that is like a really fresh peach, mm-hmm. and the the aroma. It's it just it's intoxicating. Mm, at absolutely. the pureness of the peach, but it's not sweet. It's just it's, it's almost pure. like a peach liqueur in the aroma. You know, like um, sure, like it's just in really enhanced peach. Sure, but I'm yeah. getting like an almost tinge of like lactosey creaminess to yeah, it. There is, you know, so it's really like it's, it's a bridge between a pie and an ice cream. Mm. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, ooh, mm. pie a la mode. Mm. Yeah, like or a just pie. a pie ice cream bridge. I sure, like that. I. It's <laughs> real. It's just wow. It's <laughs> I'm imagining walking across that bridge right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> what I what happened on is the bridge, what baby. happened is I ate the bridge as I was walking across it and I fell in. Oh so. gosh. Sorry. Well, and for those that want that are huh, enjoy those artificial peaches and cream right. ice creams, you're right. not getting no, this no, is no, not no. A, this is not that at all. No, this is a grown-up version, but it's it's just so pretty. I I get the skin like uh, peach skins as okay. well, sort of. Yeah, yeah having that almost yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. that yeasty characteristic. Yeah, I to guess it. so. Mm. I guess so. What did you? Uh, what did we rate this beer? We rated it a four. Mm. Boom. I can't say enough. I know. Sorry. I Not like know. I had to take another sip. Okay. So now we're going to talk about the Goudinot. Mm. The farmhouse mm. ale with apples, orange blossom, honey, and coriander. Apple, so, spice, and everything nice. Mm-hmm. It really is. This one is 8.5%. It's amazing yeah. that they're making these beers crazy, so big. Crazy. Great flavor, yeah. and it's not boozy at all. It's no, not. Not no. at all. I thought super, this was totally quaffable. Super dangerous. Yeah. Quaffable. Yeah. yeah, the apple notes on this are, are just beautiful. Well, we'll finish discussing this beer and many more in a few minutes. Welcome back, everyone. There. So we are in the middle of discussing um, a brewery takeover. Mm-hmm. Yes. Strange Roots Experimental Ales. Mm-hmm. We are taking your From? From, I guess, technically Millvale, Gibsonia, Pennsylvania. Sure. There you go. She Otherwise known Pittsburgh. as Western Pennsylvania. Western. WPA. Pittsburgh. Yeah, WPA. 
So the beer that we started discussing before the break was the Gudnot, which Good, is really cute because it's got these little guys that are it's a campfire and it's okay. Anyways, okay. Anyways, <laughs> it is a farmhouse now. ale brewed with apples, orange blossom, honey, and coriander. Mm-hmm. So it's Dutch for good night. The one of a kind good knot is influenced by elements of mead, cider, and beer styles, and I could totally see that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. This Very innovative, yeah, yeah, this innovative integration gets a lift from juicy tropical aromas and the Brett Clausenoy, yeah, used in fermentation. Yeah. So yeah, mm. and Ka- kaboom, go. kaboom. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the apple nose on this is just. Yeah. So intense. It falls right over. I mean, it there's is. a little bit of mm. tropical sort of fruitiness as well as the apple, but it mm. follows right in. And the crispness on this too, mm-hmm. it's like a cider meets a champagne meets a mead. I, I, yeah. You know, these are the kind of beers mm-hmm. I like multiple bottles of so that I can shelve a few and see how the Brett really changes so it over a period time, of time. Because yeah. I bet and with a with a few months on it, this beer is just... So um, they should probably sublime. send us a case. Yeah. <laughs> that way we can, I like the way you're thinking, <laughs> we could, we could look at it we have time. you here. Yeah, you know? we could yeah. study it. You know, this is this is science. It we want to we want to study it, it over is. time. Yeah. yeah. What did we staged uh, staged research? I call it. What did we rate this beer there, Juliana? <sighs> you know, nut. oddly, we rated this a four, yeah. but <gasps> I personally gave it a five. Yeah, I'm yeah. almost you know inclined. As this is warmed, it's just yeah. ex- we're gonna push to a five. Sorry. Okay. Yeah, okay. we're going five. Okay. We I'm okay it. with. I'm last okay minute, with that. last minute editorial decision there. Is it it's just a five? A, just a love fest. It What's is. next, it buddy? Is. We're. <laughs> this guy should be here. You know, this would be like so affirming to hear us. I know. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you he's, like me. You really like really, me. They really do. He's a Zebulon of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. It's like so cool. What's um, our next? Okay. We're going to talk about Ragnarok. Oh, that was good. That last taste was good. Oh, shoot. Oh, this was good. Too. Mm. Ragnarok oh, has. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, I know. So it has elderberries. Your father smells yeah. elderberries. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> Don't make me come over there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. All right. Well, we know this is a beer that good old boy Mike would not like. So right. it has elderberry, right. black mm-hmm. currant, red raspberries, and black cherry juice. Yes. Yep. Yes, it does. Yep. This beer is 8.1%. Jeez. I know. I can't believe how big these beers are. So, borrowing the Norse term wow. for the end of the world, the Ragnarok is equal parts strong ale, Scottish ale, and Viking metal concert. There you go. Scottish ale. That's mm. interesting. Yeah. Mm. It's dark. It's smoky. It's a little on the dirty side. Yeah. It's a fruit-based fermentation that starts out with a complex sour edge and mellows over time. The earthiest, peatiest, best kind of dirty there is. I didn't really think about smokier peaty yeah, until I, they I said get, it. I'm not getting Seriously? a lot of it. The fruit just—it's yeah, kind of there if you if now that you know it's there. But that could be just be the power of suggestion. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting all the there, fruits there. there. Yeah, there, there is a weird earthiness that I could probably yeah, attribute yeah. to peatiness. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I got yeah. more of a the dark fruits fused in such a way where I got a little just a slight tannic edge, but yeah. it's it's in mm-hmm. a good way, kind of yeah. like yeah. 
kind of like a dry Zinvendale or something, you know, uh, but just barely, not over, not overly. Yeah. Uh, I don't get the Scottish ale as much. I mean, I don't no. get, I don't well, that get was that the thing. I, I wonder if they're thinking there's some peaty, smoky or, you know, sw- you know, and the other thing with uh, Scottish ales too, is like, they're very malty. And, mm-hmm. and, and I think sweet. it's the maltiness of this that maybe he's referring to or they're referring to because there is a malty mm-hmm. backbone to it. But on the smell, yeah. Yeah. I am smelling a little bit of peat, you know, but then again, I've got a heightened sensitivity to peat since well, Isla's where I live and with whiskey. You and Pete have been friends for a long time. Good so. old Pete. Oh, we have. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. She loves Pete. He's I her do. best friend. Um, he is my and best friend. I think friend. also Scottish ales are known to be slightly under attenuated and all of these beers are very well attenuated yeah right. they are they are and that's another thing true that for all of these different styles that we've been tasting they're all like i mean on the money yep mm-hmm. on the money which is it's a gorgeous color too very well made i mean they have achieved their final yeah. gravity yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah this guy's knows his game God, this beer is chocolate covered cherries when i get a lot yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah sure yeah sure cherry. yeah yeah, yeah. I yeah, just those really deep berry flavors, and that dark uh, black cherry juice. That stuff is really right in there. What yeah, we, uh, because that like right there on the end yeah, is where you taste exactly. the cherries. Exactly. But you know, for red raspberries, can be like so acidic and so overwhelming. Sure. This is like really nicely balanced. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Hats Sorry. off on the blending. But here. the elderberries are nice too because you get the. That kind of that wild sweetness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We rated this a five. Okay. Oh yeah. Good. Good. Heck yeah, we did. Good. I was afraid we didn't. <laughs> Have no fear. I was going to lobby for a field uh, oh, promotion. I- <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Star Trek and Dennis right. Hawk. This is yeah, and, sure. And now they're a boy Caperton. Now we're down to three. And now okay. there were three. And now we're down to three. So let's talk about the coolest name ever. Okay. The Queen Good of the Yellow Dolls. Oh, sorry. Uh, no. Queen of the Yellow Dolls. Ooh, wowza. This beer, it, it, it's as bright as a summer day, I'm telling you. What do you guys get from the aroma? Watermelon ride. Yeah, I no, mean, but no. it's... it's other funky thing a little too, bit yeah. of kind of funky medicinal sort of almost it's it's yeah but still a lot of watermelon super on there super yeah. funky yeah i feel like i'm sitting in a trailer park <laughs> in canada but in a good sense <laughs> in canada a, a or nice, tennessee yeah, a nice trailer park <laughs> a nice trailer park and i've just yeah. busted open a watermelon that i just stole from down the street that's right that's right <laughs> Yeah, well, there is And you know, stolen watermelons taste the best. They do taste the best. (laughs) Gonna eat it with some pet rabbit. Uh, Grab it and and run, you know? Oh, my God. Okay, so this is 7% ABV. That's about right. Yeah. Yeah. And this is another one where it's a seasonal. um, Holy cow. And yellow watermelons. Okay. Whatever that is. so this has like you know it obviously has the funk and the sour. Yep. But there's also like a little bit of that vegetal uh, flavor to it yeah. as well. You know, which you would expect when you're dropping a buttload of yellow watermelon yeah. into a beer. Yeah. So yeah. 
This I reminds like this me of that uh, the one that that came to mind was the paradox. Absolutely, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And that they they pull this off. It's different than than what the paradox tastes. The paradox was a little yeah. bit more salty, but oh, it's really really there. Yeah, the, the that paradox watermelon beer was the best watermelon beer I've ever had, and, <laughs> and I think the one this everyone can, judges. Yeah, right. I think <laughs> yeah. this can give it a run for its money. Yep. Yeah, this yeah. Is, it totally this is, can, yeah. but it's a yeah. totally it's a different, different flavor, different though. Yeah. 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 Like this is again. This is more lambic like. It's yeah. more complex. I think than you know, the because the the paradox was a Berlin. What was it? A, a it wasn't a Berliner. It was. A, I think it was just a American. Goza. Wasn't it a Goza? Mm. Salty, I think they just salty, it like an American, salty melons yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's melons. what it was called. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. But I almost feel like this almost has like a watermelon wine. Kind yeah, of there's thing a lot going there's on. Just yeah. all these beers have so much going on. Because it's so them. fruit forward. Like you, the the beer part is almost pushed to the side a little bit, but it the, the, um, it's not a bad thing. You know, a lot of a lot of the breweries I really like, um, their beers are are somewhat subtle and they don't really push push the complexity super hard. Yeah. This all these beers are just phenomenal. They and challenge. There's you. a lot going on. It's just an interesting thing to drink and taste. Your mind is just racing. You know, yeah. when you drink this stuff. Well, that's like uh, you know, with people. You know, like if you have a big personality, people either love you or hate you. Yeah, yeah. There's no middle ground I know, with I know beers. Yeah. Hey, there's no middle <laughs> ground with good old boy Caperton either. That's right. There so, is. Sorry, there is like an antisepticness to this, but there's also this a little bit of medicinal quality. I feel like I'm in a garden, yeah, like because I smell like I'm in a garden. I know this is going to sound really weird, but like you know, pumpkins have these flowers on them, you know, that turns into the pump, yeah, and I'm smelling that like a little bit of floral, sort of like, yeah, yeah, this is like one of those sensory things that's taking me right to my grandmother's garden. Crazy. I know it is, but yeah. it's so but it's so cool. Like yeah. squash blossom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah, what yeah, I was yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, not pumpkin, but squash. You're right. Fried squash blossoms are there good. You go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Would we uh rate this dog? We rated this beautiful thing a five. Yeah. It. What's next? Moving right along. We are going to the thief share. The thief share. Mm-hmm. Thieves share or thief share? Thief thief share. Thief. Yes. Singular. Just one thief. One thief. One thief, thief, at least that we know of. (laughs) Yeah. So it's where the thieves get together and share stuff, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, in their greediness. Yeah. I like that. So this is a barrel aged Flanders style ale. Yes, it is. 8.9%. Christ. Mm. Yeah. How many? What'd you say? 8.9. Dang, that's amazing. Nobody in Flanders makes a beer this big. No, no. No, probably not. And it really doesn't like, if if anything, I thought this beer was a little light. I did too. And it's not very viscous. Right. um, Like you would think. It's good though. No, it's very good. Yes. It's tricky. So this is an old stock. It's an old stock brown ale. Okay. That is aged for three to four years. Yep. And then hand-selected for its soft acidity and flavors of dark chocolate, raisin, oak, and black currants, then blended with a young stock red ale, which has been aged for one to two years. Mm, there you go. Yep. I mean... He's, he's doing it. He's brewing like a monk. So you, mm. he really is. Yep. I mean... 
But that's exactly yeah. like it's it's described exactly as what it is, though. I mean, yeah, the, my first taste of this, I didn't even know anything about it. It's gosh. like that is a beautiful oud brewing. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, Kendall, but yeah, it's Kendall got those nailed it. notes of some Flanders red in it too. It's it's a really nice uh, mashup. But you get the raisin, you get the chocolate. It's yeah, yeah. I get some of the 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 barrel uh, vanilla for sure, for just sure. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I do too. And uh, you know, again, uh, for an oud brune, these are all. This is right in the right in oh, the yeah. ballpark wheelhouse. Yeah, there you go. It's not o- overly acidic. <clears throat> it's no, not, no. You know, that's the best eight thing point, about yeah, it. Eight point nine. God. I mean, I Please. said to, I, I in my notes, I said I would drink a pint of this, and t- now that I know the ABV, I said yeah. oh, I'll go back <laughs> to a little sniffer. <laughs> yeah. but, but I you can know what though, like on those old old brunes, like a lot of times they're jaw clenchers yeah and, and yeah. i get a yeah. burn and that Absolutely. i can't i know yeah. they're almost too balsamic-y yeah, yeah i right. love yeah. the flavor and i love the taste but it hurts me to drink them yeah this one there's no pain just a beautiful which balance frightens here. me yeah. because i get it's like <laughs> it's too good i could drink yeah. a lot of this yeah. and probably have to lay down outside the brewery once i yeah, yeah. yeah. okay sounds, like you usually good. do well yeah but this one i'd I'd have sweet dreams. <laughs> there you go. Good knock. Wow. This ah, one. Very well that's played. That's cute. This one we rated a four. A four. Uh, All right. Uh, sure. Now, I don't know if this is the best for last or it's just. It's just last. It is just last. But it's still pretty dang good. Again, probably another beer that good old boy Mike would not like, but you know what? That's more for us. It makes it better. He's not here, mm-hmm. so yeah. so much raspberry. Mm-hmm. And what we're talking about now is the Rasmata. Rasmata. Which is a Berliner Weiss wow. with raspberries. Yep. You know, the raspberry was so pronounced that I mean, in a good, and not not overly like a big fruit bomb kind of pronounced, but I just it was like I you could taste the fuzz that really fine fuzz on yeah. the, on the on the raspberry yep 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 it was just i felt like i was eating a little bit of fruit along with this it was great i do not think this is a kettle soured berliner no, <laughs> uh, no. no not, not at all it's nice it's nice to drink a, a berliner that someone actually spent the time this is almost like uh, yeah, yeah this is almost like a berliner vice with the syrup yeah, you know, you like know. where they yeah. make the yeah, actual yeah. syrup. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Nice raspberry syrup, and that is yeah. so natural. Mm. I've I've yeah. been actually eating a lot of raspberry talente sorbetto lately. Mm. Oh wow! Mm. The number one ingredient on the ingredient list is raspberries. Okay, you are like good. the fanciest person. I yeah. Know. Hey, Publix had it on sale, and the raspberry flavor <laughs> in that is is very similar to this. Was it a bogo? So, Buy one get it one. Absolutely was. Oh, but the the fruit. <laughs> The brightness of it, the freshness of it, it's just, it's like eating real raspberries right off the vine. It's pretty and this is what Berliners mm. should be. Sure. I mean, sure. whether it's with a raspberry or with an apricot or a lime or... Woodruff syrup. Oh, yes. Woodruff, I mean... Yep. Golly, that was good. It, it, yeah. This is a really good way to... Simple sour beer that yeah. pushes the flavor forward. What did we give this beer? We rated this one a four. Well, sadly, this is going to do it for today. Such a great lineup. (laughs) That might be one of the best flights we've had. Can I have another, please? I know. I know. This was really great stuff. So... You can always find us where you found this episode, as well as radio, satellite, 
online at iTunes, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and nearly any place you listen to a podcast. The easiest way to find the show on your phone is to ask Alexa, Siri, or Google play podcast sip suds and smokes and it is definitely true that we love your feedback and you can always reach us online at info at sips suds and smokes.com and by the way our daily tasting notes flow out on twitter and instagram every day at sip sud smoke and our facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news if you're listening online please take the time to rate this show five stars Go to my Kendall. Please tell us about your blog. My beautiful wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com, also on Instagram. Good old boy, Dave. Five stars. Hey, <laughs> follow me on Instagram at in, uh, good old boy, Dave. You know, yeah, at good old boy, Dave. <laughs> wow. Okay, then. We lost him. I we forgot who gone. I was. He's in the woods. <laughs> He's had a lot of He's beer. in the woods. I guess so. Good old boy, Kendall. Cheers. It was a pleasure being here. Go Bucks. <laughs> Good old boy Caperton. Nice to be here as always. Love you guys. Stay vigilant. Reverend Mark. Hey, don't believe what they tell you about me, uh, but I will. <laughs> it's true. It's all true. It's It's been solid. Can't wait to come back. Mr. Hawk, I want to be your best friend oh, ever. She wants to be your bestie. Uh, it's a new Bob Sylvester. <laughs> yes. A different version of Bob. Bob. (laughs) Well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Keep on chuggling and catch you next time. Tan Hand production of Sip Suds and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your host, the good old boys, will see you all next time. (laughs) 